0: Teresa looked through the light December drizzle at the cinema door for the hundredth time, feeling the imminent danger of what she was about to do. She crossed herself and prayed, appealing to the Holy Father, as she summoned all her courage and tried to exercise her self-doubt. She had never killed anyone before, and hoped that when the moment of truth came, she would not lose her nerve. She reminded herself again to be calm and methodical. She could not allow her emotions— or the fact that she was about to kill actual human beings with lovers, friends, and families to affect either her judgment or execution. She was part of the resistance now, and her comrades in the Gruppi di Azione Patriottica had to know that they could rely upon her to carry out an attack with no slip-ups to help drive the German occupiers from the city. She looked down at her hands. To her dismay, they were trembling. How would she be able to steer her bicycle and accurately fire her sten when her hands were shaking. She took a deep breath to steel herself, keeping her eyes fixed on the cinema door. Damn it! Why is it taking so long? The film should have been over by now, and the Germans should have been walking out into the street and climbing back into their transports to return to their barracks. She looked down the street at her comrade Giuseppe Valenti, nicknamed Beppo, hiding out in the shadows of the doorway across the street. The plan was for him to launch the initial attack from the north by riding in on his bicycle and tossing a spezzone, a homemade TNT-filled pipe bomb, at the Germans as they exited the cinema Barberini and piled into their vans and trucks. Film showings were held twice weekly at the cinema, exclusively for the occupying troops before they left for the front. The plan called for attacking the Germans when they were relaxed after having enjoyed themselves at the movie. Once Beppo's opening Spezzone attack was launched, Teresa would pedal in on her bicycle from the opposite direction and open fire with her sten, finishing off the wounded and killing as many more as possible while the Germans were momentarily crippled and thrown into disarray by the bomb. The key to the attack was complete surprise. Suppressing cover fire would be provided by Roberto and Vincenzo, who were across the street from the cinema and out of sight. It was their job to open fire on the Germans if they somehow figured out in advance what was happening and shot at Beppo and Teresa, and also to cover their retreat. She looked at her watch and again muttered under her breath, Where are the Germans? The film should have ended ten minutes ago. Was the cinema showing a second film tonight for some reason? And then suddenly, they were there. At first, it was merely a handful of regular soldiers in gray uniforms, the raw troops that had recently been brought up and were about to be shipped off to the Southern Front. They laughed and joked as they stepped out into the cool December night, pausing outside the cinema to light up cigarettes and talk. But the number swiftly grew to a dozen soldiers, then two dozen, three dozen, and finally close to fifty men, the ranks filled by not only enlisted men, but Wehrmacht officers, and even SS officers wearing black uniforms with death's head insignia like her father wore. "'My God!' she thought with sudden horror. "'Was it possible that her father was here? "'What would she do if she saw him? "'Would she freeze up or kill him where he stood with her Sten? "'Or would Beppo get him first with an exploding bomb?' "'She felt a surge of dread at the thought. "'But there was no time for emotion. "'Beppo had already mounted his bicycle "'and now started pedaling towards one of the vans "'that a large number of German soldiers were starting to pile into. "'In the darkness,' Teresa could tell that the driver and soldiers were preoccupied with their joking and laughter and hadn't noticed him approaching yet. The vehicle looked like it would hold fifteen men. With all of the Germans packed into the tight space, it would be a massacre. Taking a deep breath to steady her nerves, she set off on her bike with the Sten resting on the handlebars. It was then she saw her father step out of the cinema. She felt her legs abruptly stop pedaling, as if they had a will of their own. For an instant, on the slippery street, she lost control of the bicycle and almost crashed into a wild cat that had suddenly appeared out of nowhere. But she was able to recover her balance and keep pedaling. What should I do? But she already knew the answer. She could not botch her part of the mission and leave her comrade Beppo to do the job all alone. She had to finish the attack in accordance with the plan. If that meant killing her father, the enemy, then so be it.